0: What's going on everybody, it's your boy Damo, your WWE correspondent for Trackstar Sports Here with another episode of The Outsider's Edge With me and my homie Jay Kells Uh, This particular episode, we had to break it up into two parts Because the fellas got to talking wrestling and we just went in um, as usual, it's me and my homie Jay Kells. This time we have a special guest. We have my homie Sam Blackwell, who's also a part of the Trackstar Sports Team. And he's just a wealth of knowledge about the WWE and just all things wrestling. So we had Sam come on and we we talked about money in the bank and a host of other things. So we, t- uh, we just... Hey, we just went in. So we broke this up into two episodes for you. So I hope you enjoy. Um, If you like what you hear, make sure you call in to us with your questions, with your comments, um, of anything and everything that we talked about and even some stuff that we didn't. But just make sure you hit us up. Um, We also make sure to give you our social media handles so you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode of The Outsider's Edge we have more coming to you, so stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now live with the best, the most dangerous wrestling podcast ever. <laughs> the Outsider's Edge with your boy Damo, my man Jay Kells, and we've got a special guest happened, on the line tonight. we got our man Sam Blackwell. On the line, what's going on, Sam? Yo. How y'all doing?
1: Good to be on here. Ready to
0: talk. This
1: pay per view coming up,
0: yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, to Sunday. I felt like there's been a lot of love lately, so I'm really looking. I think Sunday's gonna be really good. Um, but um, first, uh, we're gonna uh, go through a few uh. <laughs> What I like to call a hot topic hip toss, <laughs> which um, <laughs> I just I just came up with that today. I just came up with it today. I was like was was quick was what happens quick and can be effective was like hip toss. Why not a hip toss? So um, just to cover a few uh, quick topics, real quick. Uh, the first one is um, uh, lately the buzz has been. Uh, Brock Lesnar officially broke CM Punk's uh, record for longest reign as champ, but um, I think it's a, I think it's 434 days. Well, it's more than that now. It's like 434. Well, it I think Brock's 438. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> at this point. But CM Punk uh, defended the title like 140 times in that time period. While Brock has defended it ten,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so <laughs> I don't know how y'all feel about it, but how I feel about it is that makes it not so impressive.
1: It doesn't matter how you feel about it. <laughs> Brock is that too man? I'm tired of people hating on my dude. Brock, Brock is the man. He's the beast in Carter. He's the champ. And until somebody beat Brock, Brock is the man, and y'all going to respect Brock for being the man. you the champion. Ain't nobody beat him really since Goldberg, but that was really a little fluke. Yeah.
0: But anyway, Brock the man, he's the champion. Respect that man.
1: It don't matter if you defeated him it one time or 100 times.
0: He's still a champ. That, that's your that's your
1: story.
0: That's your story. And he, and he, and he a thousand times better in MMA than that punk CM <laughs> yeah, Punk. Yeah, Punk is getting his tail handed to him in, uh, in MMA. I can't even front on that, but <laughs> but I'm just saying. But like the numbers aren't even close. 140 title defenses versus ten. I mean, ten is Brock Lesnar. I mean, I know Brock got Man, his... Brock, he got his you know, perching on. Brock is him.
1: like... The way they do on Brock, they do on Brock like they did Hogan and Undertaker back in the day. Brock like a special attraction. You can't see Brock every week. You can only see him at, like, the pay-per-views, the big dance. A lot of guys, you know, water down. I feel like, I think it was Jim Ross or Jared King Lawler one of them said on the podcast. That's really how they were supposed to push Uh, Fiske Nakamura, he's supposed to be like this big one-time, once-in-a-lifetime attraction that you only see in, like, major pay-per-views and stuff. But they've worn him down because you can see him every week on SmackDown. So Brock is, like, the last great champion that you can only see, like, once-in-a-lifetime. Like, hey, you got to see him at WrestleMania. You you may not ever see him again, you know, because he's a great champion. That's how I feel about it. I'm pretty sure. Y'all...
0: Period. But H- Hogan and Taker could actually
1: cut a promo. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Brock I, bro, I can't
0: do that. That that's true, but I mean, does, does uh I mean doesn't have him having Paul Heyman kind of give him a little leeway? He's got one of the best talkers on the mic ever. Definitely, I think so. Well, of course, it
1: helps. I don't know I mean Oh hey man You can't make gold With every person They're, They tried to They tried to team him up with What is it Um uh, Curtis Axel
0: that didn't work oh. <laughs> Well it's Curtis Axel Anyway yeah, <laughs> well,
1: hey, He He and Punk Had a good chemistry Punk didn't need it But it worked
0: Yeah Yeah definitely I, yeah, I um, that's true. i give you that yeah, I I saw an a interview Paul Heyman did, and they asked him about his run with CM Punk, and he was like, he was like, Punk didn't, I didn't, I didn't need to function the same way with CM Punk the way I do with Brock, because CM Punk, mm-hmm. CM Punk could carry, he could hold his own on the mic, he he could do his own talking, and all I had to do was just be there to just back him up. So, yeah. but definitely. Yeah. Uh, Brock, yeah, with Brock, I, yeah, he he needs Heyman as far as like the 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 promos and the talking and all that stuff, and and when Brock everything does it, yeah, he he needs to Brock he needs, needs to everything say everything very little. Say that again. he needs him for everything outside of the
1: match.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Like even if you look at um, old footage, like <laughs> it's like. I don't want to hear Brock talk. I just want to see him beat people up. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear Brock talk. <laughs> all right. Um, so, <laughs> moving on to the next topic. Brock needs some more title defenses. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I want to see more Brock. Like, I just want to see just a, li- just a little bit. Just a little bit. Not a whole lot. Just a little bit. That's
1: he'll, a- he'll, he'll, I bet he'll
0: fight Oh, yeah. You know, it's yeah. That's yeah. Enough. Yeah,
1: he'll he'll do a he'll
0: he'll, he'll, he'll put the title the SummerSlam. It's one of it's one of the big four, so he's gonna he'll show up. Okay. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> All right, um so the uh next topic is uh John Cena once again making some news. Um uh, it looks like he's gonna be this is the this is the second movie I've heard about so far this summer that he's got lined up coming out. He's doing a movie with uh with Jackie Chan. Uh there's no official name for it. It's uh tentatively called Project X. Um I have uh read the plot of the movie. Um uh something about a uh some oil refinery getting robbed and uh jackie chan tries to go and stop it he ends up teaming up with john cena's character who's like a retired military vet or something like that and um and they go in i mean basically similar to you know similar feel to the uh to the rush hour movies you know him teamed up with an american you know going somewhere overseas to kick butt um I don't know. I have to see a trailer. I mean, I don't think I don't think it'll be bad. I don't know if it'll be like a huge blockbuster, but I like John Cena in movies. But
1: yeah, he's got a, he's he got a couple other movies that he's working on. You got
0: the you got that Transformers one coming out, right? Yeah, the and Bumblebee's he's been got on. another
1: one that he's doing called the the Jansen Directive that I think.
0: I think The Rock is like producing or something. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd heard, I've heard about that. We've talked about that one. Yeah, The Rock is producing it for his uh, his company, uh, Seven Bucks Productions. I think it's called. Yeah. And uh, he's so John Cena is supposed to star in that. So I think I guess John Cena is really is really making that transition forward to from wrestling to the acting and trying to make his name great out there. Um.
1: To child for her,
0: you know. I think so. I think for so. So
1: make that transition, make that movie money, and make
0: his wife be happy. Yeah, he'll soon to be back together, wife Right. <laughs> <laughs> that that story goes so back and forth to me. It's just like I'm just like when it happens, it happens. I'm I'm I'm, I'm not invested in it anymore because. Um, they, I heard a story they did on TMZ about it. They saw him and uh, him and uh, Nikki Bella somewhere, but they didn't look happy. <laughs> they were sitting close to each other. Yeah. All this other kind of stuff, and it was just like, okay, well, either they're together or not. Just let me know when the wedding is. <laughs> yeah, I, don't even, I
1: don't even care about the wedding. <laughs> their, their, their wedding, their wedding has become Dre's detox.
0: <laughs> That's you a good that analogy. You, <laughs> you can say it's going to happen, but until
1: I see it, I'm not going to believe it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel I feel you on that one. I'm just I'm I'm done with it. It was like they broke up. It was like the worst thing. I mean, there's there's been too many like everything with the relationship has been so big. It's like, okay, they have a match at a pay-per-view together he proposes that's like really huge then it's like they break up that's really and that's their own tv show like, yeah you know, it's, it's never it's, it was too it's too much <laughs> it's just too much i'm just like i can't even i can't even invest into it like it's like i want to know but then i don't want to know because it's just it's just too much i feel like it's just so over the top so so i thought like me and uh Kells talked about this a few weeks ago i was like i felt like it was real, but now I feel like it's getting fake because everything seems so, everything seems so staged with it. So, I'm just oh, kind of,
1: sure.
0: yeah. So, I'm just kind of like, yeah, when it, when it happens, let me know. I'll, I'll it's keep start,
1: It's starting to feel like, a, it's starting to feel like another, uh, another episode of, of Vince McMahon's recreated storyline from the past with the macho man Miss Elizabeth and the uh, Triple H and Stephanie. The only difference with this one is, you know, they got connections to reality TV now. You got social media and all this stuff playing a big part in it. So it's almost like a business man creation coming to real life, like flip flopping back and forth from reality TV to wrestling and real life and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. It's, just, it's like, another storyline. And nowadays, since we have, like, like you said, reality TV and social media, they're using that to push it. But it's just another storyline. Yeah, hmm. exactly like when 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 Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella got married like it wasn't this it was kind of a big thing cuz it was on the show thing or something like that but it wasn't like in all the media and stuff like they they went and they got married there it is this one is everywhere and they're just trying to push the story yeah i could be wrong but you know
0: yeah i can i can definitely see that that's a um And that's a that's a good segue to uh, my third hot topic, Um, which I don't mind a little a little bit of Twitter (laughs) beef here and there. (laughs) Luke Harper and Carl Anderson, they have they have a tag team match this Sunday at Money in the Bank, the Bludgeon Brothers and uh, Carl Anderson and uh, Gallows. So now this is um, (laughs) I guess they've taken a different spin on it because they really haven't. They really haven't uh, pushed this match a whole lot on the show, so now you have this Twitter beef, which I was like, I'm not mad at it. <laughs> it's got it's getting a little getting a little personal, but you know, I, I don't think it, I don't think it really crossed the line. But it's just it's definitely uh, funny to read, and the funny thing is, uh, if you look at the uh, Twitter feed before you can even get to carl anderson's response it's all the responses of the fans who saw his tweet (laughs) they are just like they're going at it hard (laughs) and it was like that alone was entertaining it's like i'm not even reading his actual response yet (laughs) and the fans are just like because i guess because uh luke harper is really not uh, that active with social media apparently. I mean I follow him but I can definitely say I haven't really seen a lot from him. So apparently he tweets stuff that really is meaningless that nobody keeps track of and this has been like the most interesting tweet he's had, which is <laughs> this tweet to Carl <laughs> Anderson <laughs> that says, Is your hot Asian wife coming, Carl? <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's like what everybody says, like because it's coming it from him, it seems like real creepy. It's Like he may not have made it, tried to make it seem like that, but just because
0: you know, Arthur, uh, who is, his character is, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, oh
1: yeah, what? What do
0: you mean by that? Like huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I can never say what. Like, if
1: it had been someone like, you know, Dolph Ziegler. Or you know, Fandango or something. It's like okay, they're you know, they're players. It makes sense, but with him, it's like okay, you want to take her to the basement and who knows what's gonna happen? you well, y'all gonna show up at the compound or something?
0: Oh man! <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, this is this is crazy. This is crazy. Yeah, I definitely think it's Luke Harper. Like, (laughs) this just has creepy written all over it because it's Luke Harper. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But uh, Carl Anderson's uh, reply is interesting, um, which I can't say the whole reply on here. But um, (laughs) he says, uh, (laughs) sorry, man. Sorry, man. My hashtag hot Asian wife won't be there. But I'll be at Money in the Bank fighting, fighting you and your partner, who everyone, funny enough, still only sees you as braze women. <laughs> yeah. See you in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, this alone makes the match a little more interesting. <laughs> yeah, it
1: does. Just, just because of that, everybody's gonna want to watch. To see if the Asian wife's really gonna show up. And <laughs> right. when, <laughs> when she doesn't show up, then they're gonna be like, oh, okay, well, how hard is he gonna go? We had him for
0: talking about his wife, you know? I'm wondering yeah, they'll, they'll I wonder if we'll be able to catch some uh, some talk across the ring and will it be brought up like during the match between them? Oh, you know, that'd
1: be interesting. I didn't <laughs> think about that. Exactly. You know?
0: You know, every once oh, in a while, good. you're watching a match, and you can actually kind of hear what they're yelling at each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Just like, Kurt, like the Kurt Angle in, in Triple H at WrestleMania when you heard Kurt say, put me on the table. <laughs> okay, now, put me on the table. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh man. Like he was done. He was done. Just just put me through the table. <laughs> and just just for that, one of the guy I already I already enjoy watching his matches, but just for that, I I really enjoy Kevin Owens matches because he says some crazy stuff when he's wrestling. And oh, yes, the, the gifts and the memes the that have been made. <laughs> Just for the crazy stuff he says doing a man. Chris Jericho's
1: that
0: way, too. Uh, true, true. Chris Jericho's
1: the exact same way. I know I saw him one time. He was fighting, I think he was fighting, like, Undertaker or something. And they're out by the announce table
0: and somebody in the crowd was like, go back to Toronto. He's like, I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, this is going to be fun (laughs) Sunday. Because now I'm going to really be looking (laughs) for extra stuff. Be looking for extra stuff, like, let alone just uh, who wins the matches. But um, now that we've gotten into that, so now we're going to get into... uh, predictions for Sunday. Um I pretty much I kinda threw this together in order of least interesting to most interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know I don't know if y'all if y'all caught that when you looked at it, but that's pretty much how I kinda jumbled it together. Like this half is one half is like the least interesting, the bottom half is the most interesting. <laughs> and then kinda okay. jumbling around in what order from there um and the match I put first Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn because I totally did not enjoy the promos for this. So I don't even yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was like at it first was it looked like it was gonna be funny, like it was gonna kinda of put Sami Zayn over, and then it was just like, No, this is lame And then Bobby Lashley's not entertaining. Outside of wrestling, no, he's really not even yeah. Um No, he's really
1: not.
0: Yeah, he, he's very dry. I'm like, need them to work on that. <laughs> Paul Heyman. Yeah, he needs somebody. <laughs> he needs somebody who's just, a, I don't know. Maybe they need to flip this around and somehow him and Sammy become friends and Sammy becomes his mouthpiece. I don't know. I'd rather hear Sammy Zane than him. But
1: of course, yeah. last time, last time, last we had a manager was Donald Trump at WrestleMania. Mm. Back in
0: the
1: day, you
0: know, work. And we need to go back to <laughs> I think week's gonna win. Nobody cares about the match. Yeah, I mean, this is this is an if, easy. If we
1: if we can get week's turn heel, that might mm. be kind of entertaining.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's all. That's always a move when a guy's born. Just make him a heel, and then see what happens. If he and if he sucks as a heel, then he just sucks. <laughs> but make him like, make him like a,
1: like a Brock Lesnar kind of thing, where he just doesn't care and he'll throw people around just for for fun. And, you know, he's not the kind of guy who's gonna you know hurt people intentionally, but he can make it look like he hurt
0: them. Hmm. I
1: mean, you know, like. Like throw the announce table on top of him. like do something, right? Yeah, you know, maybe interrupt matches and just like take out everybody. You know, do something to make him enjoyable, because right now
0: that's the bathroom break on him, you know, on part. Yeah, I oh, yeah, man. I mean, I was um, I was enjoying him teamed up with uh with Braun Strowman. I thought that was going to work out really well because that. To me, that really wouldn't require him to do much, and Braun could carry, could carry the team to to make them interesting, and then Bobby Lashley could just do his thing in the ring, because I mean, I mean the man's built like a tank, and he's I think he's I think he's good in the ring, and I thought that would have worked out. So then when they kind of took this left turn, I was like I don't I was like I don't know. Sami Zayn is not to me is. In it competition.
1: doesn't make sense though. Like the two of them I Like I don't really get it. Like they haven't given us a reason to still care about
0: it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like I don't know. And to me, to me, it got the whole Bobby Lashley storyline got weird to me when they did that that promo interview with Renee about a month or so ago. Okay. And. They just kind of plopped it in the middle of the show. And it was like, what is this? It, it it was just so random. And it didn't fit. And then the interview was about nothing. Like, <laughs> I mean, literally about nothing. And, you know, she asked him one question. And it was just like, okay, this is boring. Like, who is Bobby Lashley? well, Bobby Lashley, it was just like, why are y'all trying to, we already know he's a good guy. So, like, why are you trying to push him? It, was, it just seemed like too much. And it just made him lame, and it's been downhill ever since. And then you threw in this, this Sami Zayn storyline, which I don't know, I just kind of felt like it gives Sammy something to do. Since uh, Kevin Owens is kind of off on his own. With Money in the Bank. But...
1: <clears throat> I enjoyed Lashley.
0: Better in TNA than I do right
1: now. Because mm. at one point
0: yeah, he had a seal with some of for a while. It was really good. But now, right now, it's just, I don't care. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so Sam, you got know. Lashley. I've got like Kells, you got Lashley too for this one? I got Lashley
1: too,
0: yeah. To yeah, Lashley. <laughs> okay, um. The next match is uh, Daniel Bryan and uh, Big Cass. Another match I kind of like, I'm kind of done with it because I want to see Daniel Bryan move on to something else. And I, I think this is kind of the same scenario. I think they're trying to make Big Cass interesting. But I don't think it's working. <laughs> no, it ain't working. Cass is born. He's nothing
1: without Enzo. He needs Enzo.
0: Exactly. <laughs> they need exactly. to bring Enzo back <laughs>
1: they ain't gonna do that
0: you don't think nah,
1: that, they are gonna do these he's
0: off you making think,
1: rap tracks you don't think they are ever bring like Enzo God,
0: back I, I caught that thing that was so bad yeah it was <laughs> yeah well, it really was No, I don't think so you know he's,
1: he's horrible he's gonna lose uh, Brown's going gonna win better better. yeah, yeah. Brian's gonna win.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have Brian too for that one. Just because. Yeah, Cass keeps like Cass keeps talking about how big he is, and it's just like, bro, like I'm no. <laughs> this man's gonna make you tap. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm seven
0: feet tall, and you can't teach that. Nobody <laughs> else. It's a good promo it's you, and you can teach that, but you're not learning. <laughs> nope. Nope. All right. So, moving on to uh, the next match, um, which I find a little more interesting. I actually, I'm actually kind of interested in this rivalry Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. This one's actually been
1: pretty good. Like, I don't hate it. reason you know, yeah, I, like I just, don't hate it, I don't know why. Either. I like just Bob in Roman, and Brock for the umpteen time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I yeah, agree I'm, with you on that I one. Know, it's a good one. Yeah, I'm glad they
1: brought up the end of the raw. He has another element yeah. to it. And, um, uh, he's pretty good on the mic, too. You know, so, yeah, I think
0: it's going to be a pretty, pretty, I feel...
1: even match all the way to the end.
0: I feel like Jinder is a heels heel. Like he's really good as a heel. <laughs> just really oh, he's good. Great to yeah, it's just like he's a heels heel. Like he's like if you don't know how to be a heel, take notes. <laughs> like he's just he just yeah. he embodies that character so well. And so far from, from this rivalry, the, the biggest highlight uh of the rivalry so far is when uh is when Roman put him through the wall.
1: Oh, that was so good. Yeah. I love that.
0: that cool. I actually like it. Yeah. But yeah, definitely looking forward uh, to that, match. So, uh, who do you guys have for this match? Roman. I don't like Roman. I won't see him lose, but I brought Yeah, bro, just
1: to be a heel and just to be that guy that everybody sees. Uh, yeah, I got Roman. They, they they still want Roman to be the next guy. He's not gonna lose. Oh, of course, of course. It's like yes, mm-hmm. he can he can lose him as to Brock. He's not gonna lose his gender. Yeah, um, no. Nah. And then he gets mm-hmm.
0: set up for a time five So much more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was I was been kind of undecided with this one. Um I've been thinking uh what you guys were saying as far as like Roman trying to be the next guy so he would win but then um at the same time I kind of feel like uh like gender hasn't really been on much of a winning streak of any kind of like I mean he came in day 1 on uh, on Raw and lost his title and I, I don't know I think this I think this will kind of help keep him relevant to, uh, to win this match, but I don't think he'll win it clean, though. I think he'll... he'll, You're he'll Yeah, the Singh brothers are jumping in or something, or somebody will help him. I think he'll win, but I don't think he'll win clean. You're overthinking
1: it. Yeah, I think... Uh, there's something it like that go, I just think go it's going either way. Yeah, something like that does happen where the Singh brothers are getting involved. I think we're gonna see the return of Dean Ambrose. And Dean Ambrose is
0: gonna come out and even it up. Oh,
1: the Romans gonna win this match. Yeah, they, way, that'd be cool. I, I, yeah, I didn't they, think about
0: that. One. Yeah, there have been uh, Dean Ambrose sightings. <laughs> not at uh, not at wrestling events, but he's been spotted. <laughs> oh yeah, I did see that. <laughs> You saw him with the uh, with the beard, he looks like uh he looks like uh Heath Slater's twin brother. <laughs> I was like wait, I was like they come saying, Oh, Dean Ambrose is at a game and I was like, wait, that's not Dean, that's oh wait, that is Dean <laughs> Yeah, I can't I can't wait for him to come back. I yeah, I, I didn't really think about it. it was just like Dang, I actually miss Dean Ambrose. <laughs>
1: uh
0: huh. Won't have anybody that's just straight like was, crazy running he, around. He
1: was always my favorite
0: one. Yeah, yeah. Try, always, I could, I could I'm definitely hear that. I
1: still
0: follow him. Yeah, I have to say, right now, um, with, with him gone, like right now, my favorite would be Seth. Oh, uh, Yeah, yeah S- of course. Seth of course. is He's been killing. He's been killing Monday night. And this match
1: with him and Elias, like that,
0: might be match of the night. Honestly. <clears throat> that's um. Yeah, that's yeah. That's
1: that's,
0: that's possible because um. Watching Elias' matches, I think um, I think, I think Elias gets slept on a lot. But when you watch his matches, his matches are pretty good. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's not just the the gimmick he, with the guitar. He looks like
1: Elias looks like Macho Man and Damian Sandow had a
0: base. <laughs>
1: what <are> you <laughs> like if, if, if Sandow was doing his little, you know, pretending to be every other wrestler, and he
0: decided to look like Macho Man at Elias.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can see that.
0: Wow. Oh. What if he is Damian Sandow? We've never seen them in the same place at the same time. <laughs> but he does—he does look like—he does look like, like Damian Sandow. <laughs> wow, hmm. that would be—that's yeah, interesting. <laughs> Damian Sandow, macho man, had a baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but
1: nah, this, this will be a great man. Th- they're has been really good. it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. but your your life is slept on.
0: Yeah, like, I think he, I think he's, the,
1: great, um, he's great on the mic. He has some really good matches. I, I think that I don't think he's slept on by the crowd. I think he's more slept on by people in the back. But I think they're starting to get they're starting to notice. Yeah, about having him feud with somebody like Seth Rollins, who is like one of the top guys consistently. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. cuz like I said, I don't I yeah. think um I think
1: they
0: I think they they I think they see like the uh I don't know, I guess the 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 evolving of the character is really going over well. I mean I mean like he's he's like he's a guy you love to hate. So he gets booed, but that's like kind of part of his stick. Is that the people you know? Boom! He talks bad about the crowd or whatever city they're in. Like that's all a part of all a part of it, you know. So, I think they I think they realized they kind of hit gold with that, and I think they pay more attention to that than what he's actually doing in ring. And like I said, when I've seen him in ring, because I never really paid any attention to him till maybe like the last like couple of months, and so we're like no, he's actually pretty good in the ring. Like he's not just it's not one sided. So. I think he'll um, I think he'll I think he'll step up a lot after this. You you guys have him winning Sunday? Or you just think he'll put up I a good match? <clears throat> I think Ross keep it. Yeah, I like to see
1: him Ryle's win, but I think Seth's gonna, Seth's gonna keep it too.
0: Yeah, I think same so, thing. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm it'll going. be close though. It's not it'll be a good match. For sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Seth too. I I think with, right about now with the with the run Seth is on, he's just he's just been on this nice run of having like really like classic level matches with with just about anybody. So I think he'll uh, I think he'll keep that streak going and and pull this one out against uh, Elias. So let's jump to um the uh another match I'm kind of tired of but I kind of want to see it uh <laughs> for the uh the last man standing match for the uh championship AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura part 4 <laughs> <laughs> Should be I don't really don't think this should be oh, a part wow. 4 at least not this soon but uh, who who are you guys taking in uh in the part 4
1: Exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm tired of this one too. Um Yeah, this I don't know, it's like nowhere else for it to go. It's like you got to be a, like y'all already y'all already, you know disappointed everybody with the caliber of matches and with the outcomes of several of the matches you know, it's supposed to be one of them one of those, you know, dream matches you know, but I was part four, last man standing. Man. Okay, cool. I get it. I guess right. I got, uh, you know. I got you know, I'm leaning towards AJ, but I can see Sinse win. It depends mm-hmm. on if they want to keep it going after Sunday. If they want it, if they want to make it keep going, they'll have Nakamura win. But if they just want to end it, like it's
0: been going for a while, the matches haven't been as great as they were hyped up. If they want to end it, Sunday they'll have AJ winning. That's it. <clears throat> yeah, I'm um uh, I'm yeah. going I'm going with AJ. Um I think I think this I think they, they went they took a wrong turn with this rivalry. I want it to be over. Um Yeah, I'm re- I'm ready for it to be over. Um <clears throat> I don't know uh Sam did you see the uh the match they had uh I think it was I think that was the match they had to um to decide what the stipulation for this match was going to be on uh, SmackDown yeah. did you see that match uh-huh. Now I felt like I felt like that match is what the Styles Nakamura rivalry was supposed to be Like to me that was the best match oh, they had to so so
1: too And that's another reason I think the feud might be over because it's like, okay, you know, we've done all this stuff for, like, the casual fans and for fans and whatever. Let's give one match for, like, the hardcore, you know, like, real, like, wrestling fans. Let's just give them one thing to shut them up about how bad they think this is, and then that'll be it.
0: Well, if that's what they were thinking, they did a good job. <laughs> the
1: stuff that they did in New Japan ooh, was milder than anything they've done so far either. Mm. They had a match. They had a match a little while back in Wrestle Kingdom that was
0: incredible. Mm. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah. I mean, what I don't, I don't know. I mean, what do you think they were thinking with the way they, uh, they took this storyline, with with them this being their fourth match? Like, what do you think they were, they were, with the, the writers were thinking of how we're gonna tailor this story. Who knows? <laughs> like,
1: it could, have been, been a lot. Like they, the way it started, like when we heard, hey, this is gonna be happening. I was on board.
0: Mm-hmm. Same here.
1: But then it just—it didn't. It says, like they have history. They got good the chemistry together. Agent's decent on the mic. Nakamura knows enough English to make it work. You know, and they can have really good matches, and
0: then they just didn't. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. I was. Kiss. I was, yeah, I was I was surprised at the first pay per view. I was, I was disappointed at the second one. Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> so like, now this is how we This is how this is like the worst way to end the match at a pay per view. Is these guys are laid out from kicking each other in the groin. I was just like, where where else could this go? And yeah, like I said, when I saw the SmackDown match, it was like this is this is what the first match should have been like. And then it's like now, now it's like now you've gotten into yeah. I don't even want to. I don't even really want to see it. So I'm hoping I'm hoping that um Sunday is like redemptive. <laughs> like they they ended off on a high note. Like it ends off ends up being a really if if,
1: if, if they want to do it right. Then they need to pull out all the stuff, like take it around the arena, you know, just every weapon you can find, like do something. Yes, like I remember, I remember back in the day when Shane and Man and Kane had that Last Man Standing match, and Shane jumped off the Titantron.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now I'm not, I'm not saying that you guys should do something like that, or it'll do that, but do something that people will talk about,
0: right? To make, to make it memorable no, that that's
1: memorable that'll make
0: it. Yeah.
1: Like, like do something that'll get you on a highlight reel
0: yeah, forever
1: <laughs> like every highlight reel you watch you always see that spear from Edge at the TLC at Wrestlemania mm-hmm. you know you always you always see stuff like that you see Shawn Michaels jumping off the ladder on Razor Ramon like get something do something in this match that will make people remember and
0: like you said, let it be some kind of redemption for the crap they've been giving her. Amen, brother. Say a preacher over there. That's what I mean, he said everything I was thinking. Like, yeah, like do that. <laughs> 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 All right, let's uh move on to um Every time I see this chick, it surprises me. Like, I'm like, you're the champ. And you're, like, actually kind of interesting. Except for when she screamed. But, um... (laughs) SmackDown Women's title, Carmella the champ versus Asuka. Oh, Carmella's losing.
1: Carmella's losing. Uh, But she beat
0: Charlotte Flair twice.
1: (laughs) Here's how I see it. Carmella wins... But she's gonna win by like disqualification or something. Like Oscar's gonna be working her most of the match, but somehow she's gonna do something. That she's gonna see for something. So she'll lose, but she'll still keep the title. Mm. Mm, I think they finally give Oscar the title. I think it's time. I think they finally give it to her. Yeah, mm. I, I can see that, but I think like. I feel like maybe Carmella wins it. Maybe Oscar gets it at, like, SummerSlam. Like, because if she's going to win the title, let her get it, like, a bigger pay-per-view. Mm, yeah. Just because they Cause built her up. as like, this. About yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, for me, I was I was gonna go with with Oscar for for this one because I felt like I I honestly felt like Oscar was gonna have the title a long time ago. I thought she I thought she was gonna be Charlotte. So I did too. so when she didn't be Charlotte. It was a great
1: match.
0: Yeah, it was definitely yeah definitely. Um, I, like, I wasn't
1: I wasn't mad. Like I wish she would have won, but I wasn't mad that she lost.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't disappointed Charlotte, by it at so all. Good. Yeah, I wasn't disappointed I wasn't disappointed by the match itself at all. Like it was it was great. Um it was yeah, it was because, it, Charlotte's like one of those she's believable enough where it's
1: like, okay, Charlotte beat Oscar, okay, I can see that. Yeah. You know, if you got somebody like Carmella, it's like okay, no. Right. But I still got Carmella winning.
0: Mm. Yeah, that was, that was how I kind of felt when Carmella won the title because it was like, okay, well, you cashed in your money. That's how money in the bank works. You cash it in. That's how it exactly how it works. And uh, so you cashed it in. You you had great timing. You cashed it in. You got it. But um, I was like, that was, I mean, essentially, that's to me, that's fluke because you can cash it in at the champ's worst possible moment and you can win it. So it's not like you. It's not like you really beat them. but when she beat her the second time, I was kind of like, okay, like they're trying to make her for real. But um, but yeah, I I I kind of feel like Oscar is gonna, yeah, Oscar's gonna take it to her on Sunday, and I think she I think she finally gets her her championship. <clears throat> If um, just as a side note, like even if 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 it's not Sunday, if Oscar gets another title shot somewhere down the road, do you think she'll go on another run like she did with his undefeated streak, where she's champ for a long time and if nobody he, beats her?
1: If he does, it won't be till after next WrestleMania. So. No, I'm not saying she won't win the title before then. I'm saying she won't go on like this giant streak before
0: until after that. Why do you uh why do you think WrestleMania?
1: Because I think I think what's gonna happen and this is just me, I think they're gonna have Charlotte win the title at some point fairly soon, I think, before the end of the year. And she's gonna keep it and drop it to Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. Mm. That's just that's just
0: what I think. Mm. So you thinking?
1: Are you seeing? Okay, I know I'm getting a little ahead. So you seeing Charlotte winning money in the bank? No. No, I'm not. I'm not saying she's going to win money. She's not even in, in that match. Oh yeah, she's in that match. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She's in that. Match. That's right. Okay. I see what I do have anybody. Well, okay, here's the thing. I'm picking Charlotte to win. Although I think Becky Lynch might be she's my dark horse. She might pull it out. But if they have if Ronda If Rhonda beats Nia Jax for the title. Maybe Natalia gets the briefcase and turns on Rhonda and they start fighting. <clears throat> I don't know.
0: That that's, that's the match that I'm just the shakiest on. Well, that's, that's uh, what she basically says she, she wants to, to do. Natalia's already said that's what she wants to do, even though they're supposed to be best friends. She wants to win money yeah, in the bank and, and, and beat Rhonda for the title cause she's got Ronda and we gotta jump in the head again but she's got Ronda winning Sunday and um but
1: I mean she she says that you know she wants to face Ronda but she could also say that as hey I wanna face my friend let's have some good competition but she could also instead just turn on her
0: mm.
1: you know just beat her down but no I still I, yeah I got Charlotte winning
0: okay so Charlotte Charlotte and the uh, Women's Money in the Bank. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's let's jump to that. Kelsey who you, who you have for uh, one Money in the Bank for the women? I like Charlotte, looks my favorite in the entire Women's
1: division. She um, I want to see, I want to see her win. There's a couple ladies I want to see. I want to see her win. I want to see Amber Moore win. I think Ember Moore deserves that big push because she's, like, amazing in the ring. Lana's not really the factor. I think Sasha deserves another push, but I don't see them pushing her right now at this particular time in this match. Um, I like Naomi, too. Naomi was a great champion. But her time's passed. I think they flew with her. Um, man, I'm looking at either Natalya, Natalya winning it, or, um, or Alexa Bliss pulling it out some kind of way. I really like Charlotte. Like I said, my girl, Charlotte, I feel is like one of the all time great women's champions. You know, she comes from that category of, of, the nature Boy, you know, greatest world champion of all time, you know. So, um, uh, but I really can uh, see Natalia, some kind of people with Natalia, and, uh, and I can see Alexa Bliss also getting back in the mix to get a title back. So, I'm torn between those, I'm torn to see Natalia and Alexa Bliss win this match. I really mean, can't be
0: out of here, too. Hmm. That's good. I, um, I'm going with, um, I think, uh, Ember Moon is going to, is possibly going to pull this out. Um, okay. Uh, I, I like Ember Moon. I really like Ember Moon. Like, when I, I've, what I've, the little bit I've seen of her since she's come over to Raw, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's, she's fire. Um, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I really like Ember Moon. Um, I could, um, uh, I could definitely see uh, Charlotte or Alexa um but I would probably say my my dark horse uh also was uh was Becky Lynch cuz I think uh, I feel like uh Becky Lynch is um she's similar to like what we have in the men's division like you have somebody like a Finn Balor who at one point was kind of at the at the top of the totem pole and then somehow they they lost their title, and then they slid all the way to the bottom. But it's not because they're not they're not good. It's just like they're just not getting the opportunities. I feel like this is her chance to kind of climb back up. So yeah, not Ember Moon. My dark horse is Becky Lynch to kind of get her name back in the mix of getting the title back. Because I, I feel and plus I feel like she's one of those people that. Um, Oh. Time, time for some, time for some action. Yes, time, time, time for some, time oh. for some.